What's up, Gunners family? This is Amanda Axelson, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Anna Miller, as we sit down with Carly Stickle. Carly is a multi-time state champion track and field athlete. She broke the state record in the 300-meter hurdles her senior year of high school and was ranked eighth nationally. Carly is a current starter for the University of Washington women's soccer team who made it to the Sweet 16 of the NCAA Division I tournament. She also scored the game-winning goal to bring home the Apple Cup and a 2-1 win over Washington State. Today, we sit down with Carly to learn about her experience growing up playing soccer, how she navigated the recruiting process, and as always, she gives some advice on how to bring your A-game. Hi, Carly. Hi. Thanks for jumping on. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's so good to see your face. Um, so long. How was the flight back from North Carolina? Um, it was long. We had a layover in Utah, which made it even longer, but it's okay. We're home. <laughs> yeah, made it. Yes. Listeners, if you don't know, UW made it to the Sweet 16? Yes. Yeah, which is so cool. So they were playing in North Carolina and just got back like a week ago. Yeah. Um, okay, well, typically we want to kind of start by like having you tell us a little bit about your experience growing up like what your family dynamic was like, how you got involved with sports, um, and with you specifically, like, I know you're obviously a phenomenal soccer player, but track and field was a huge, you know, part of your life as well. Um, so can you kind of walk us through, you know, kind of the beginnings of the Carly Stickle story? Yes. Okay. So both my mom and my dad, um, were like athletes growing up. My dad played three sports in college at a small Christian school in LA. Um, my mom just played like competitive sports growing up, nothing in college. And then um, I'm the youngest of four kids. So I grew up going to all their sporting events, um, anywhere from like basketball, volleyball, baseball, football, soccer, like all of them. Um, so I just kind of juggle along to everything. And that kind of, I guess, put me in the sport world. And then um, I played Pro, uh, I played basketball and I ran cross country in junior high. And then um, I did track both in junior high and high school. And then soccer, I probably started when I was like five or six. Um, but just being the fourth child, I guess they were like kind of crossed everything else off. So I just stuck. Basically, I only played club soccer. So that's the only clubs where I ever played. But then um, I took high school track, obviously, very seriously. So, yeah. How much younger are you than the rest of your siblings? Um, so I just turned 21, my brother's 23, and then both my sisters are 27 and 29. Mm -hmm. So there's like two year gap, I think, between each one of us. Okay, nice. Yeah. I'm the opposite. I'm the oldest of five. Yeah. Oh, man. It's, it's I loved it. It was oh, great. We got everything at this table right yeah. now. I'm the middle child. Hey, one of the middle of four. So in terms of like, Getting involved in sports, obviously, you got drugged around everywhere. Um, did any of your siblings play soccer at all? Like, how did your parents end up signing you up for that? Yeah, so all my siblings played soccer. Okay. Um, and we all played up through high school. Um, my brother ended up playing baseball more competitively, so he gave that up a little earlier. But, yeah, um, I think all of us played through high school, played club teams, played school teams, like, took it all pretty seriously. And I think just, like, honestly kicking the ball around the house with them or like sometimes I'd jump into their practices or like just 
you know, just the typical family bonding mm -hmm. moments um, through sports. But yeah, um, and then the two older, so my two older sisters also ran track. And so they were both hurdlers. And I think that that kind of pushed me there too. It sounds like you have a very competitive family. Did okay. that ever cause problems? Um, yes, we used to play, we have a big basement. And so we used to play like basically indoor games downstairs. And um, we never know how to split up teams because we were all so competitive. And it was like, if you put two of us together, like we'll cream the other two or like, it was just, we always had to switch it up. Like it was never fair to just have the same two people on the same team all the time. So yeah. <laughs> That's got to be fun, though. Yeah. I mean, my siblings, I mean, my my youngest sister's 10 and a half years younger than me. And oh, so yeah. I wish I would have had more of that, like, relationship where we could have played, like, against each other or with each yeah. other. Because um, she was a good soccer player. Like, yeah. some of you guys know. You guys know. Yeah. <laughs> but, yes. But, um, yeah, I always think, like, how much fun it would have been. But by the time, like, she was old enough to be competitive, I was, like, old and injured. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so when did you start playing like club soccer then? Um, I think probably like third grade. So was that like eight or nine? Um, I played rec for like the first three years, I think. And then I stayed with that same club probably. I think it was to my junior year of high school. And it was a small club in Puyallup, Washington. So, I mean... There's like competitive clubs around here in the area, but I think I just kind of got comfortable where I was at and I was with my friends and I had good coaching and they were, we were developing, but I just think, um, yeah, I think if I could do it over again, I probably would have gone to a bigger club sooner than I did. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah. Yeah. When did you, so like, obviously we know you moved over to Gunners your junior year. Um, what finally made you decide, like, I'm going to go ahead and, and make the move? Um, honestly, I had a few friends that had made the move a lot sooner. Um, and they would always talk about it and they were like, you have to come, you have to come. And I played a year up with the team in Puyallup. And so finally they were all leaving and graduating. And I was like, well, like I have to find a team, like, and then at that point it was a no brainer. And I was just like, I'm going to just go now. And I wasn't like, like, I knew I wanted to play college soccer, but I didn't know what, what level. And I was getting looks at the club that I was at, but not the looks that I, like, really wanted. And so I think that that also kind of helped propel me. And I knew going in to play Gunners that it was going to be kind of late in the process. And so that was also kind of hard for me to mm. just take that leap. But I'm glad I did it. So Me too. <laughs> for the record. Yeah. Um, so when you moved over from your club in Puyallup over to Gunners, what was that transition like for you? Was it difficult? Um, not really, no. Um, I think that the people at Gunners and the teammates that I had made it super easy. Um, they took me right in. Um, and I first played that tournament, uh, the Surf Cup. And that was my first tournament with the team. And I think that that just all kind of bonded us, especially winning it. Um, I think, yes. uh, yeah. So that's the first like surf cup slash big tournament I had ever really played in. And I'm glad it was with that team because it was a great team. And I think we just kind of grinded through that weekend all together and just like pieces fell and yeah. So 
When Carly's a 99, just for those yes. who don't. <laughs> yes. She's a she's, late, late she's addition to the 99. To the legend, the legends. That this we, podcast, like, references just the like 99 and... 99. <laughs> yeah, no. um, but for me, after you went to surf pub, it was kind of absurd the number of coaches that started reaching out specifically about you because it was almost like this kid just came out of the blue and they were like, who is this kid? Like nobody even knows. Like I think yeah. the only ones who maybe knew about you, like I know RB had talked about you and had been watching yeah. you for sure yeah. to you. Um, but like, I don't really think anybody else had really like, giving you like solid looks yeah but all of a sudden it was like things exploded yeah um was that like a weird experience to all of a sudden be like very like highly sought after yeah honestly I didn't know how to handle it and like I remember after that tournament like Alex coming up to me you coming up to me just like coaches in the club coming up to me and they're like have you talked to this person you have to read like you have to get back to them like and at that point like I had never had that kind of experience before really like talking on phones and you know getting in contact with those coaches and I think that that was really overwhelming for me and I was like I can't do this all at once like it was super overwhelming I think um but with the help of like you guys and like the rest of the coaches I think that like sitting down and like talking about it just really helped and being like like get back to these coaches if you necessarily don't want to go there it's at least like a good conversation to have of like just tell them where you're at tell them what you want and then just kind of go from there so but yeah I'd say it was a little overwhelming at first I, I can only imagine like that because it was crazy for me as someone who was trying to help you through the process yeah. like I can only imagine being like a 17 year old kid like all of a yeah. sudden being like oh my gosh like yeah, yeah. this is insane um can you if you don't mind just kind of explain to to everybody like how that the rest of that year went especially with like the recruiting process and kind of ultimately what ended up happening yeah so after surf cup um I basically committed to Boise State to play soccer and I had gone and took my official visit and that's when I did it um in October so it was the summer or like the October after that summer. And, and they recruited you originally as a center back. center back. Yeah. And I, oh, I played oh, center back like early club years. And he at the camp, I went to a camp earlier that summer and he was like, basically, I'm going to put you in teams of five. And if you don't have a certain position, like you guys figure it out. And I was like, what? Like, and so obviously me being like the little like shy person I am, I was just like, okay, like, I guess I'm playing center back for this team, like this team, a little five, because everybody else, I don't know. So I just kind of did it. And then the next thing I know, he's putting me in like defensive drills. And I was like, I haven't defended like this in so long. I was like, what is happening? And it was like a four day camp. So I'm sitting there like in showing people basically how to defend. And I was like, I like really haven't done this. And I remember that being like the most tired I've been after camp ever. And I was just (laughs) mentally drained. I was like, I don't even know what just happened. And so he was basically like, I want you to be a center back. And I was like, that's weird. What? And then I played at surf cup and then he calls me after and he's like, just kidding. I want you as a forward. And I was like, (laughs) okay, I don't know what's happening, but I'll take it. And so I ended up committing. And then I think I just realized that like, it was on my mind a lot. And I think it was in January. So I was committed for probably like three and a half months. 
And I was like, I actually want to be closer to home. And at the same time, I was having a really good year running track. Um, and I had had multiple Pac-12 schools giving me offers to run collegiately. And I was like, okay, I want to be closer to home. So then I decommitted, reached out to the UW track coaches and found a spot there. And so that kept me closer to home. So I ended up running track my freshman year, um, the 400 hurdles. And yeah. <laughs> okay. So even though you got recruited super heavily for soccer, yeah, end up running track. Yeah. So how then did you transition back over to the soccer side of things playing for UW? Okay. So that was also kind of a tough realization I had to make for myself. Um, like I liked both sports growing up and like in high school, um, but it was a short season in high school. It wasn't all year long training, just running at practice every day, which is not the best. Um, so I, I liked it, but I didn't love it. And so that was really hard to show up to practice every day and give it my best and like ultimately be happy with what I was doing. And so I sat down with my parents and I sat down with my coaches and I was like, like, I want to be released and I want to be put in the transfer portal. So at that time I was like, I don't care where I go. It could be NAI. Like I just didn't care. I was like, I want to go back to playing soccer. And I thought about like taking or going back to community college and playing two years and then finding like some, or like a year and then finding like a bigger school to go to. Like I literally went through every option and, um, was had visits planned to go to schools in California, like whatnot. And then um, I texted Leslie and I was like, hey, as you know, like I'm in the transfer portal. Like, is there any time you have, like, do you have time to sit down, talk? She texted me back probably two minutes after that and was like, basically come to my office tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And I sat down in her office the next day and I was like, I want to play. Like, I'm sure you know that. And I had a conversation with her going into UW starting track and she was like well maybe like we can see if you can do both but I wasn't really up for it at that point I wanted to like really focus on track because that's where like I was planning um and then yeah I just think it was definitely a leap of faith that I took um I had no idea what I was getting myself into I wasn't playing soccer for a whole year before I started with the team and so I think that that was also really hard and I had like my first thoughts going into preseason were like, I'm just going to do what I can. Like, I know I'm still fit. Uh, I just need to get touches on the ball. And that summer I worked really hard as well. And so I think just going in and just like proving myself and like remembering, like trusting myself with what the tools that I had before. Um, but yeah. You, I remember, so I think I played two WPSL seasons with you, right? Was it two? Yeah. Yeah. Union, yeah. You played WPSL the season before you went to run track with us, yeah. right? And I remember thinking, <laughs> she literally scored like three goals a game for us. <laughs> and I, we, it was like a major conversation that the team had at the Joker. <laughs> like, <laughs> Carly Sickle was going to run track, which obviously we like, yeah, freaking fast and we yeah. the WPSL. <laughs> it's a, a lot of retired, um, unfit, yeah <laughs> at times <laughs> and so at the beginning of the season yeah at yeah. the end of the season at the end that's for sure or at the end of the season there's so many injuries <laughs> that's true that's true yeah. but 
you you played a lot in the Devon PSL. Yeah. You had when 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 was the last 2019? Obviously, mm-hmm. yeah. That was so fun. Kill I, I had yeah. an assist. I had an assist for Carly's. You did. You did. <laughs> That's on video somewhere. That is. Uh, I don't know where that is. But well, clearly, like you are again. The funniest part was for me as soon as you entered the transfer portal. Like I remember, like talking to you and then talking to Alex and Alex giving me a list of schools and being like, "Call these schools. Like yeah. you, you, this is what kind of Carly is thinking." And I was like, "Okay." So I literally called like 15 schools yeah. and within an hour, I think I had heard back from like 12 of them, which is absurd. Like yeah. it's crazy. And so the yeah. fact that like you decided to run track and, and then change your mind and then we're still that highly sought after, yeah. I think just again, shows the caliber of player that you are. Um, yeah, it was just, it was funny. And then you ended up going to UW and I was like, I'm so glad I made all, <laughs> all those 15 calls. I know. Yeah. I remember I ran, into, I ran into you on campus one day and you were yeah. telling me, cause UW wasn't really, it wasn't looking too good at the time. No. And so you were about to go and do a visit at Wazoo. Yeah. You were about to go and do a visit. I want to say at Long Beach, Cal State yeah. Long Beach. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. Man. And I was like, I remember like, just don't go to Washington State. No, yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, I was going, please come to SPU. <laughs> um, so did you did you want was UW your first option to stay at? Like if that your number one. Was that the number one choice for you? Yes. I did have a thought in the back of my mind. I was like, just so over it here. And I was like, it's going to be hard for me to see my track teammates. And so that was a worry for me. It was like, if I stay, like, I'm going to have to see those people that I left and those coaches and like, I'd be like around the same atmosphere. And I was like, that was hard for me to like process. But I think like, I'm still really good friends with a lot of the people that I ran with. And so I think that that's like a worry that I didn't need to have, I guess. Um, But I also was just so over track that I was like, I want to go somewhere warm. And so like running out in the rain wasn't fun. And I was like, I really need to go somewhere warm. So that's why California was also on my mind. But I think in hindsight, I actually wanted to be closer to home again. But yeah. Yeah. Well, did I know at least did both of your sisters run track at UW or just one? Okay. So that also another thing. Yeah. (laughs) It makes sense. Yeah. Where did your brother go to, to college? Um, he did like a year at community college and then is now like working for UPS. So he's just on his own little, but he's doing okay. well. So nice. yeah. Very cool. I was going to say, did all of you go to UW? <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> what are you studying? Um, sociology. Ooh, what do you want to do with that? I have no clue. No idea. Become a soccer coach. <laughs> yeah. Become coach for us. It's <laughs> <laughs> also recruiting. We didn't, yeah. we didn't know, but <laughs> um, no, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I honestly, I majored in communications, like journalism, yeah. like emphasis. And I thought I wanted to do journalism. And then here I am. Yeah. So, you know, it's fun. I enjoy it. Have you had, have you had uh, Professor Callie Burt at all? Does not sound familiar. Yeah, what does she teach? I, I want to say, 
I had her for a sociology class, but oh. I want to say she's in criminology. Ooh. She she taught societal deviance, which was a social class, but yeah. um, that sounds like a very interesting class. It was it was one of my favorite class, really challenging, but um, one of my favorite classes I think I took. Yeah, at UW, but um, is is sociology a big major? Are there a lot of people in it? Yeah, I'd say it's like pretty comparable to calm now. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. How um, many how many years do you have left? Because so oh this is why I want to know what what is your eligibility like? Well, how does that work? Like does it cross over with track? So track basically doesn't count for me because it's a okay. weather sport. So and then this season we played in the spring also didn't count. Yeah. <laughs> so I still have three years of eligibility going into my senior year, which is super weird to think about. So technically I could stay through the fall of 2023, which wow. is crazy. So could you do that and like get your master's? Yeah. That would be, I mean, honestly, that sounds Ideally. kind of amazing. <laughs> like the idea of being able to play the entire time. Like I'm, I feel like if I had had that opportunity, yeah, I would have been like, heck yeah, I'll stick around and play longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see i know it's super weird because usually if people play two sports they start them at the same time so it's never really something people have a, like to visit mm -hmm. but i like went into compliance and they're like i honestly don't know what you call this like i'm gonna have to figure <laughs> it out so it's been kind of interesting but yeah i still have three seasons to play that's exciting yeah especially seeing how good you guys were this year with yeah. limited numbers man y'all had yeah crazy we had a lot of in injuries yeah so. i was worried that would happen after not being able to play for like nine months or whatever yeah. it was for you guys um that was the most exciting part for me watching you guys in the tournament because yeah. obviously there was that um the covid scare yeah. case, whatever yeah. where a couple players had to like stay back and yeah. that's what you're down another three players yeah and, no, no. and starters like yeah those are starters and so to see you guys like power through that and yeah. um make it to the sweet 16 oh god i was like oh man i was so no, we gave north carolina a run for their money too i was yeah. y'all yeah. have way more shots on goal i, I was watching that mm -hmm. game like that i Oh man, I thought you guys had it. I thought you guys were gonna go or at least take it to to PKs again and have your goalkeeper score yeah, in a I know, day. I know. I know. It's so fun. Can you just kind of explain what that experience like how crazy is it? Like your story and like how you ended up on the team is so random. And yeah. then you become a starter for them this yeah. year. So what's what was that like and like how like is it does it feel surreal yes for sure um I would say I mean going in so in the fall we practiced um and it was very we had a lot of numbers at my position and I think just kind of shifting people around as people kind of started to get injured and it just kind of opened up another place and I would there was at least three of us on each side that were competing for a spot at one point so what, like six or seven of us. And I was like, I don't know, like last year, I just kind of filled the role. Like it was just kind of like, I'm going to do what I can. And then as people started to kind of get injured and I was able to prove myself, I just think that like stepping into that, I think the biggest thing for me was that like, I had never played with these girls in the Pac-12. Like 
they all played like DA or they played ODP and I never did things like that. And so we would talk about these girls before games, like, oh, I know her, like all my teammates like know these girls. And I'm like, I literally have no idea who we're playing against. And then you step out on the field starting against these teams that are like nationally ranked and you're like what am I doing but then you just like go do your thing and I think that that's like one of the coolest things is that like you can still compete with those people and so like the thought of starting against those people was like pretty nerve-wracking for me but then you get out there and you do your thing and it's like oh I'm like I can compete with them so I think that's like one of the coolest things yeah I think that's important too for kids to hear yeah like, especially like that 99 group obviously was yeah. it's pretty special and could compete with pretty much any team in the country. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And played in the PSPL. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. Crazy. So and now literally know none of them. So it's yeah. Like, and, and now like we, I don't know if you know this, we just got into the girls Academy league, yes. which is super exciting and should yeah. be like a whole new level of competition for our kids, which is going to be fantastic for sure yeah. and going to I think provide more opportunities for kids yeah. to be seen which is I think going to be really good for them and for, for our kids in the long run um but I think it is good to hear like if you're a good player like coaches like I think they'll find you yeah yeah for so. sure so especially if you have a good support system like if you have a good coach yep have a good club that takes care of you and is willing yep. to work to help you with the process of recruiting I think you'll be okay yeah yeah so, yeah. Um, okay. And I know, you know, you're a little bit limited on time. Just oh, we're good. We're, we're good. good. Okay. Yeah. So we asked these questions to everybody. So right. what advice would you give to players who are looking to be recruited? Um, advice. Take your time. <laughs> Putting you on the spot. Looking to be recruited. Um, I would just say, like, it's really nerve wracking, like the experience and especially like they do recruiting at such a young age and you have to start looking just like, it is tough. Like, it's tough to have those conversations. It's like, you don't necessarily want, know what you want for the rest of your life. And I think that that's when it's a good time to kind of explore your options and look at what people are like trying to offer you or um, just like be really open-minded to things um, because sometimes things surprise you. Um, I think that I learned a lot through the recruiting process on both ends. Um, but yeah, and I would just say like, keep working hard because like, just because it seems too late, it doesn't mean it's too late. And so like, it don't feel like you have to settle for something either. Like just keep going. And like on my end, like sometimes things happen super late in the game. And so I'd say just like keep working. And yeah. No, that's good. So, so we, that's we talked to Sarah Bo last week <laughs> and her, she, she had some great advice, but the best was start running now <laughs> running now. also very true <laughs> and it was that was i was like yeah that makes sense because the speed of play is, is high and you have to yeah. be able to do that for like 90 minutes yeah. sarah Paul also talked about it she was kind of late in the game as well mainly yeah. because she just was like didn't know that yeah you like yeah. had to get recruited yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah, yeah. that's funny 
Um, okay, and then the last question is, what does it mean to you to be a part of the Gunners family? Honestly, I think it's like a community that you need to have, um, whether it's like through club growing up or after. Um, I know I still am connected to a lot of you guys um, pretty closely. And just like, I know I wouldn't have gotten recruited or be where I am without like the staff there today. And so I just think that like being a part of that community just says like a lot about like who the club is and like the people that they produce out of there and where they get their players and so I think that like yeah I just say like I most definitely wouldn't be where I am without you guys Aww. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> I, I just think like the whole program um that gets kids recruited is something that like I never heard of before coming to the club. And I know like a lot of clubs have it now, but I just think like the people in the Gunners community that I was working with, um, they just, they put in so much work. Like you said, you called 15 schools one day and like, I don't know where else you would get that. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. And honestly though, like, hearing you talk about like, you know, you're, you're being successful, like you're playing, you're loving it. Like that makes every minute that I've put into this completely worth it. And I'm sure, you know, Alex would say the same. Yeah. So it's, yeah. you know, it's fun. I, I love my job because of moments <laughs> like this where I get to like watch you on like TV <laughs> and I'm like, yes, go on watching you score the the game winner against Washington State oh, and yeah. I was like yeah. <laughs> like texting the gunners like coaches <laughs> chat like oh they just scored the game winner oh, um, oh my gosh like that kind of stuff just makes me so happy or like watching like Ava and Mariah at SPU like last night they yeah. beat Western finally and I Ava know. hit a corner kick and Mariah scored off of it and it was just like yeah <laughs> the gunner's connection I love it. Uh, but yeah that stuff just makes me so so happy um you better be coming back and playing WPSL next time uh, and also you. jumps on everybody at the end and says WPSL next year yeah. <laughs> so yep. hey I'm I'm gonna be one of the directors of the WPSL um oh, yes. next year Macy's transferring and over so I'm starting recruiting early. <laughs> you're on the roster, Carly, yeah. whether you like basically, it or not. <laughs> basically, your name's already down, so you might as well show up. <laughs> Perfect. 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 Okay, that. well, I know you have to babysit, but thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. Of course. Yes. You're so cool. Yes. Oh, thank you. We love you. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Carly. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. she cracked me up she's so she's cool. just such a good again I feel like I say the good thing she's a good person every time like and I 100% mean it when I say like seeing kids like her be successful despite like the entire process that she went through and how much of like a bit of a headache it was yeah. <laughs> um it makes me so happy yeah she's just like I remember because I, I remember she 
kind of came and trained with us a few times before um like we had we broke off for summer break and she just like came in right away and was like let's go I'm ready to go Mm -hmm. um and I think I actually miss soccer which is part of it but um she's so easy to get along with yeah and so everyone loved her instantly yeah it wasn't she well it helps when you also like can bang goals in the back of the net yeah, and help your team yeah, win like people, that helps a lot be a fan of you. <laughs> no but I mean she does she fits in anywhere yeah. she goes for sure yeah now she's like she's like a very large part of a leadership group there which is which is great um but she's also a really big rock for Claudia as well she's been there for Claude um so much and when Carly first I think I think her first season was a fall season like full I can't remember she played the spring anyway um that's when Claude was having a really hard time and Carly was there by Claudia they they lived together at the time um and so whatever Claudia needed Carly was right there Carly was carrying her bag after training if she had just been sick Carly was driving her back to our house picking up her car like it was yeah. yeah it's kind 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 person yeah well um, again like I think I've said this before the people that I've I've seen come through gunners and graduate out and the things that they're doing they're just like they're people of character and like that means more to me than like watching anybody go play like yeah. D1 like as cool as as it is like making it to you know, the sweet 16 or you know the final what the final four whatever it is like the most important thing to me is to see people be good human beings set up to be successful in the world yeah. you know what I mean like there's I think that's the biggest thing that I want the kids that I work with to understand is like college soccer is fantastic and it's super fun it's a great way to get a really good education but soccer does not last forever and if you don't get a good education and you're not setting yourself up for success. Um, So, you know, as long as the kids that we work with understand that and know that, you know, there's life beyond soccer, I think that that's important for kids to understand because I really, really struggled when I couldn't play anymore, when I was like, I need to, I need to be done. Um, That was really hard for me. And I, I would hate to hear any of our kids going through that like what like even what Seraphos is going for or going through like she's handling it so well because she has so much else going for her outside of of soccer and I think that's really important I think Carly also like she has this like never say never mentality and the Mm -hmm. fact that she 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 didn't settle ever um and she knew what was going to make her happy in a moment and so yes committing to Boise State in that moment that was exciting for her Mm -hmm. obviously she thought on it and she didn't just she knew that that wasn't going to be the right choice so she made she took action on it right away Mm -hmm. um you know and then she's like well I really enjoy track I'm going to just try it out um but I think that what that shows is that like you know if your first decision doesn't end up being like what exactly you want it's never too late change yeah. it like don't you don't have to you don't have to um settle and stick it out if you don't want to yeah um 
<laughs> this is funny because Claudia is literally calling me right now. Can Hi. I answer this? Hi, Claudia. <laughs> Put her on Claudia, you're on our podcast currently. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hi, Claude. We, we just um ended, we were just <laughs> talking with Carly Stickle. Stop. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, it was good. Yeah, it was super fun. Yeah. Curry has my balls. <laughs> <laughs> so she's in the doghouse, but I'm glad she has the doghouse. Okay, sounds good. I'll play you know what I do. All right. All right, thanks. <laughs> Bye, Claude. Bye, Claudia. Thank you. Bye. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Celebrity guest appearance. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what we were saying. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I mean, Carly also got a very late late start in terms of the recruiting process like I know the club that she was at before tried but they never were able to go to any bigger events so it's hard to get kids noticed you know when you can't go to some of these you know like a surf cup you know which is one of the biggest recruiting events um in the country arguably uh that is is tough so I think if she had moved over a little bit sooner yeah she probably would not have done track done track her first year I also think it's so cool though that she moved so late in the game because in in the women's game people are committing mo the majority of commits happen like beginning of junior end of sophomore year yeah right so she's already late um but the amount of people that usually like the amount of coaches that by that time would have that class completed by then the amount of coaches that still wanted her says a lot about who Carly is they, as a player. They were willing to figure it out. Yeah. Put it that way. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, she's a great soccer player. She's absolutely rapid. The, I remember Alex put together um, a highlight video from like surf cup. And I think it was like crossfire and it was just like, basically just her burning people and scoring like goal after goal after yeah. goal after goal and like I remember sending that to coaches and then like getting their feedback and just being like who is this kid because so I need to know who's faster at Sofa or Carly I'd love to see that race oh man oh god I would love to see that you can, race. You can probably look up their track times Sarah and Carly you guys down although well Sarah it's down for the count for, down for, the count for a little bit but she'll be back next year hopefully and when that happens I'll facilitate a race WPSL. since I recruited them both. Yeah. <laughs> You'll have to give Sarah Phil probably a little bit of time. Yeah. Oh, can't throw her into that <laughs> yeah. quickly. All right, you guys, but, 400, 400 meter hurdles. Go. I want to say Sarah Phil did hurdles as well, but I think she did 100 meter hurdles. Yeah, I think so. Um, I don't know. They're, they're both rapid. Yeah. Imagine fate like being a defender. <laughs> And having coach one of those on each side. Coaches, <laughs> like you get burned, and so your coach moves you to the other side. <laughs> and, then and, then gotta, and then you gotta turn and like face Carly. Or then you turn around, you gotta face Sarah Phone. You're like, oh, there's nothing you can do. Yeah, that sounds miserable. I'm glad I never played field for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yeah, that team was fun. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well. Good work. I'm glad we were able to get Carly and squeeze her in. Yeah. Another legendary 99. Legends. We need to get Megan Sullivan in. Megan Sullivan, I'm coming for you. <laughs> Megan Sullivan. Forewarning. <laughs>
<laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Until next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hey Gunners fam, thanks so much for listening. If you like what you heard, go ahead and make sure you subscribe to wherever it is that you are listening. And if you have any questions that you want us to ask future guests, whether they be college students, um, current players, um, college coaches, go ahead and leave those questions in the comments and we will make sure that we ask those the next time around. Have a good one everybody, stay safe and healthy.